Welcome to the Selfie Love podcast, raising awareness of social media's effect on body image. So I will start introducing myself first. I'm Katie, I'm 21 and I graduated from university last year. I'm Bella and I study sociology at Bournemouth Uni. Um, I'm Charlotte, I'm 22, same as Bella, I study sociology at Bournemouth University. Hi, my name is Gix, I am 21 years old and I'm a student at Bournemouth Uni studying media. Okay, so we start with the first question, which is, have you had any experiences with media's influence on body image and mental health? If I started off, I'd probably say that, yes, I I have had an experience with social media's influence on body image. Generally, when you're on Instagram or Facebook and you see different things posted, when I was younger especially, you think it's real And it definitely can have an effect on your mental health. I know people who suffer with anorexia and bulimia and over a long period of time, I think it can have an effect seeing something that isn't realistic, something that's been edited can have an effect on your mental health and your self-confidence. Yeah, no, I agree. For me, I definitely say that it depends what age like certain people have access to the sort of content on Instagram so for me um, my parents are very strict on basically like limiting what we were exposed to which meant that I don't think I was kind of as affected by it because I think when you are so young maybe around the age of 13 14 you're going through puberty and like lots of changes and things and you're very what's the word like highly influenced and I think for me that being slightly older when I was exposed to all of these things it's helped me to kind of not internalize the things that I see on social media I kind of like wish that my parents had been more stricter like yours Mm. I mean obviously there's like boundaries like my younger sister she wasn't allowed to get say Instagram or Snapchat till she was a certain age and obviously when we were growing up it was more like Facebook and MSN like I feel like Instagram and those social media platforms have only like emerged more recently but I kind of wish that I'd been restricted a little bit more because only now I can like see the effects and damage that maybe it's had on me so for example I don't go on Instagram now until maybe seven eight o'clock in the evening just have a scroll like I don't go on it at all throughout the day just because I find some of the things I'm seeing quite triggering or they're kind of I become very absorbed in that person's world but then at the same time I won't unfollow certain accounts because even though I know it's not good for me I still kind of want to see it it's really it's really bizarre but But now do you think that you've kind of like learned the boundaries of to help you not like even though you still want to follow them, do you still do you feel like there's a boundary between like you internalizing it compared to when you were younger? Probably. And that's probably only come with like age and because I'm recognizing how it's making me feel. Mm. But like, for example, my sister, who's obviously like 16, she still isn't quite at that stage yet. And I think that's where it's quite damaging. Mm. That's interesting. Actually, I didn't have any restrictions on what I could do. I could get any kind of social media when I wanted. But I think it's probably going to have an effect on younger people now that Mm -hmm. social media has hit off in such a way that it didn't when we were younger. I don't think I got Instagram until I was 15. And even then, influencers weren't really a thing. Like um, Instagram was one of the first things that my sister got. Whereas for us, I think it was like MSN and Facebook. Mm. And it's kind of a bit scary because there's so much out there. And I think it's definitely a different world. Like when we were all on MSN, it was kind of more of just a chat room sort of like 
talking to your friends sort of thing whereas Instagram is very much a like you consume Instagram yeah you talk to your friends and whatnot but you're consuming the things that you see on there and even if you don't follow certain people like on the explore page for example mm-hmm. like things will crop up all the time that even if you don't follow any of those people specifically they'll crop up that you might not actually want to see that's really interesting because I feel like I'm just the same with Charlotte like I didn't really get into like Instagram oh no sorry Katie I didn't really get into uh, Instagramming until like I want to say like 16 or like when I was in year 11 and back then I feel like Instagram it was very much like I didn't really care what I posted it was always kind of like for fun and then once like this whole influencer kind of like came about it was like oh I feel like my content I suppose it's just not as appealing to other people's because their body looks better or whatever and then I feel like slowly I've kind of stopped for a while and then only recently where I've been oh you know what I can probably I found Instagram like a little bit more enjoyable just because I've kind of gone back to the place where I was like don't really care what people think and it was only then when I'm like broke out of the body image issue not that it's it's like it still affects me but not as much because I like Charlotte I don't um I don't scroll constantly throughout the day I just kind of scroll like for like a little bit before bed or something and yeah I kind of had to distance myself from social media just to kind of keep my mental health in check yeah I think now we're older we kind of realize the effect it can have on us and that we should minimize how much we scroll and look on things I know that I sometimes scroll when I know I shouldn't because it's not good to see some things but at least when we're older we are aware of it so how do you think social media influences people's body image but just about seeing things that aren't realistic things that are edited people's way of life that is pictured to be this perfect world and people do only post what they want people to see so you can pose differently to make yourself look slimmer um, and you can edit yourself to look like you've had different surgery or there are apps that can do crazy things. Yeah I definitely agree I think as well there's this ever-changing perception of how you should look as well obviously a couple of years back with Kim Kardashian like the whole caviar the bigger bum but now I feel like we still have that element but we've shifted like you've got to have this mm-hmm. tiny waist and stomach but still have this really like peachy ass and it's just like it's it's kind of draining yeah I don't know I feel like as a gay man as well like some of us are more feminine <laughs> um and I feel like even from a boy's perspective like when I see that I can't help but think that I should be like that as well it's it's really interesting because I don't know why, but I just do. And it's just like this feeling of like, I should get a BBL as well. I don't, yeah. You might not realise it, but it's, if it influences our body image. Like even you, Bella, who doesn't, not bothered by social media, could go days without going on it. Subconsciously, you are still influenced by it. No, I agree. But I think the difference with me is I don't kind of feel negatively influenced by it. Mm. Like I I can obviously I consume all those things and I'm influenced by it, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't make me like change my perception about how I think about my body or change what I need to do or 
Uh, do you get what I mean by that like distinction? Yeah, no, I do get that. Do you think you've literally managed to have that sort of control and perception because you weren't exposed to social media that much growing up or yeah I think feel really like not body confident but yeah confident in your body that you didn't care what you see (laughs) um I'd say a bit of both definitely with obviously mum being quite strict on what we're allowed to consume when we're younger Mm. um but I think that has then contributed to me just being yeah body confident I guess and also just in the knowledge that like everybody is different you're not going to look the same as the next person and kind of everybody has to accept that I feel like that's the hard thing to accept isn't it even though we know that it, like if the whole world everybody looks the same it will be so boring we know that <laughs> but there's still that kind of like beauty standard whether that's like in media or like social media you know I think that but then we know that we should love the uniqueness that we have because it would be a boring life if we did all look the same why do you think people edit their bodies using apps and is it maintainable I think editing apps you're trying to look like these influencers that you're seeing online I don't and maybe trying to hide things that you're insecure about maybe to try and make your skin look perfect like not have spots or to use more editing apps to make yourself look skinnier or look tanned but I say long term it isn't maintainable because then you've got this different perception that you're showing about yourself where I think you should embrace real true self that you are yeah I've actually never used anything to edit my body or an app or anything like that so I feel quite grateful that I haven't felt pressurized to do that However, I can definitely say that I've uploaded photos on like even my store on Instagram or my actual profile and then deleted them because I don't feel like confident enough to keep them up there. So I feel like by using these apps, if they are making someone feel more confident to post something, like even if it's yeah, getting rid of a little blemish or a spot, then go for it. But like sort of where do we draw the line? So mm-hmm. yeah, to completely transform like your body on an app, I'd say, isn't healthy or isn't good to do. I think it's probably also something that might build up over time. You might um, start by using one filter and then maybe it progresses over time and eventually you don't realise that maybe a year or so later you're properly editing your photos and you look like a completely different person. But yeah, more or less, it's not it's not maintainable, is it? Because like you were saying, Katie, you might start off by doing a few little changes on an app and then it comes to a year later and you're really transforming your whole image. And that actually becomes like a bit of a chore and a bit of a job, like just to post something on your social media account. It's just not maintainable. And then I think to come to that realisation, maybe a year on, that that the, the person in the photo doesn't actually look like you will probably come as kind of like a quite a hard-hitting thing or when if somebody else points it out that doesn't look like you and I think that will in itself have like negative impact on somebody's self-esteem. Yeah I think I don't really use body editing apps but I'd say filters are just as damaging but I think I said um, a few weeks back that the one time I'd used a um uh, like a body editing or was a face editing app was when I was about 15 it must have been no it must have been younger maybe like 14 and I'd posted a photo a selfie on Facebook and I'd edited the whites of my eyes to make them more white and for 
whatever reason, I thought that that was a cool thing to do, the done thing to do. Didn't change anything else, but just made the whites of my eyes whiter. So I guess at some stage you could say that I was impacted. I mean, I must have seen that somewhere. Don't really know where I got this perception that whites of eyes are very attractive. At some stage, I must have been impacted by maybe I saw somebody else do it. That's so interesting because um, when I first got my first face editing app, it was actually from my cousin and she showed it to me and then I was like, oh my God, you can make your eyes bigger, you can like clear all your blemishes, make your teeth whiter and yeah, it's, it's so weird. Because it isn't maintainable when, yeah, I think I just remember posting a photo and then just taking it down because I just thought it just did not look like me at all. Who do you think is most affected by body editing apps? The people using them or the followers seeing them used? I definitely say both because the people using them, it's going to affect their mental health and their the look they have on their own bodies. But also the followers seeing them are going to think negatively about themselves and maybe start using them as well. I mean, I think it's kind of like a domino sort of effect. Like if it's um, somebody like an influencer or something starts in, um, starts editing their body or heavily using filters. And obviously, for example, someone like Molly May, who's literally got thousands and thousands of, of um, followers and millions, honey. millions. <laughs> And like all those people, I mean, there's going to be such an age range, people like from their early teens, like 14 to people in their like 30s. And I think her doing something kind of sets off a bit of like, like she kind of would start some sort of trend and then that would impact everybody because they think, oh, Molly May's changing this about herself or Molly May's done this, like maybe I should have. Talking about trends, it's definitely become a trend now for influencers, what I've seen recently, to say that I'm not going to use filters or this is when I'm editing my body, this is it really. Um, I think like Olivia Bowen from Love Island a few years ago recently expressed about this um, and there's a couple of other influencers I follow because the trend right now is to basically be like, no, I'm not going to use this. We're now talking about it, but then probably a year ago they were posting photos using Mm. those editing apps or like filters and it's it's very confusing I think it definitely does have a negative effect on the influencers say using them and other people using them but then I think it has a most effect for those who are seeing them Mm. and talking about going back to the thing that you were saying about trends Mm. I think there's some influencers now that kind of do like the before and after shot one where it's like this isn't kind of to do with editing but this is more like posing that when they they're properly posing in like a quite flattering way and then they post this next photo side by side each other maybe like hunching in the same way and basically the point of why they're posting that is saying that I look like this and this through posing and lighting but I also look like this when I'm just sat down slouching and basically like normalizing that it's okay for to have both basically. Yeah I've definitely seen a rise in that but I'd say it's definitely not all influencers though there have been some Love Island people that have kind of showed that side that to them but I definitely think that some larger influencers would never go down that route a lot of people call out the Kardashians for being fake and they show how they've been editing but I don't think the Kardashians would ever go down the route of being open and honest about how they edit their photos when they're using edits or showing different body positions I don't think they'd ever do it 
which is going to be more damaging to like younger generations because I feel like they still very much believe what they're seeing whereas now with a bit more age and experience behind us I like to think at 22 I'll be able to see a photo and say to myself that is so edited that's so fake don't worry about that whereas my younger sister may not have that same viewpoint at the moment. I think I worry about younger children how much they have access to because I used to babysit two twins that were eight and the amount of stuff they had access to and knew about social media was so shocking because at eight I was like playing on my Game Boy and running in the woods and they just know so much and they have Instagram they post photos they see everything it's so unfiltered for them and I worry about them seeing it because they don't have the awareness that we do about what's fake and what's real. And I think definitely for people who say that have young kids their their parents are most likely not going to have had exposure previously to the sort of stuff that we have insight to so I think it's kind of that generational gap between those kids will probably know more about social media than their own parents do so the parents kind of can't they don't know how to step in and limit certain things because they actually don't know what their children are being exposed to. And also, I feel like mental health, it's been brought to light more recent in the last, I want to say, what, like 10, 20 years. So, yeah, like you said, social media wasn't really a thing back then. So people really wouldn't think about body image back in the day. Not as much. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's come to light more, especially mental health and social media, as well as people's comments. I think after you probably remember about Caroline Flack dying last year, And Mike from Love Island passed away as well. And I think that's also made people more aware of it. Whether young people know that, I don't know. But we definitely are more aware of the effect social media can have on us. How do you think poor body image, low self-esteem evolve into more severe mental health struggles? If it goes down to your eating, you want to be slimmer and look like people who are slimmer, then it could have an effect on your eating habits and your self-esteem in that way. Two years ago, I started, I was, because all my friends were kind of, all my friends were skinnier than me, but um, I guess social media also impacted this, but I kind of started eating once a day during, I think it was second year, and looking back now, I was, I can't believe I did that. I don't, it's crazy to think how I literally wouldn't eat until like 8 p.m. and that I would only eat that one meal and then that'll be it for the rest like that'll be it every single day for the whole year and looking back at the images of myself I was like oh my god I can literally see like my bones popping out and I feel like that was definitely the lowest of the low for me personally. That's really sad. Yeah. Yeah I think like for me growing up in my friendship group at home more so. I'm quite tall, but I was always, if we take, you know, photos and things, feel like I was on one of the bigger girls in our group. And I think over time when we'd then be um, 17, 18 and going out more and, you know, be posting photos each week, it would actually really start to get me down because I would straight away look at myself, compare myself to my friends, and it would just really start to, yeah, my self-esteem would get really low. Getting ready for a night out would take me ages because I'd have loads of different outfits because just constantly felt like I was comparing. I feel like I kind of agree and have a same perspective on, on that because 
I'm quite a tall person as well. I felt like I stuck out a little bit amongst other girls, I think, because I've just been around girls that are typically quite a bit smaller than me and I'm quite a bit taller. And I think I just noticed and it got not got me down too badly, but yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? It's like what we were saying earlier, like everyone is different. Everyone's body's different. And we all do actually love and appreciate that difference. But at the same time, when you're constantly seeing you know, these photos, you you can't help but it does have a real effect on your body image and self-esteem. Yeah, definitely. I think when certain things are, you don't just see those things once or twice every so often, like these things are kind of being drilled into people's heads. And over time, that will definitely have an impact because even if you are subconsciously taking it all in, your brain is storing that all somewhere. And for some people, it does obviously amount to unhealthy body images and um, bad mental health. How do you think social media's portrayal of body image influences young people's interest in cosmetic surgery? I think also going back to the unachievable body image being really slim. I think for girls, you won't have aspired to have larger breasts, be slimmer, have a larger bum. And I think after maybe Love Island and the rise in influencers, we've seen these people that have had this cosmetic surgery, which is a, a fake appearance. And I think that's probably led to the rise in other people wanting that. And I've also seen influencers advertising people that offer the surgery. So they'll have it on their Instagram story about this is who I got it with, um, message them, this is a discount for this type of surgery. And I think that's just inviting people in to have that sort of changes to them. I feel like social media has kind of normalized cosmetic surgery. <laughs> no, honestly, right? Because we see, I'm trying to think, like, there's this Asian Instagrammer influencer that I follow, and he just posts, he got this done from this um, surgery, and he's like, oh, if anyone want to check him out, then, like, they tag their Instagram, and it kind of made me feel like, because what I forgot was, uh, he got, like, um, his nose filler, he right between your eyes, to make it kind of like the bridge of the nose more straight and I feel like that is a um, Caucasian kind of feature and it's just kind of affecting because I was like oh you know I'm Asian like I'm, I'm born with this nose and it makes me want to get it and it makes it just totally changes the way that I see my face like now I want to get under eye fillers I want to get fillers around my mouth I want to get Botox on my forehead I want to get the works and yeah I didn't have this kind of um, mentality before social media it's definitely from social media that I started wanting these things for myself I guess because you seeing somebody else that's Asian basically changing something is basically implying that there's something wrong with having your nose a certain way. And if someone else is, is saying that, that you would like consider as influential, then you're obviously going to think, oh, well, if he thinks that something's wrong with him and I've got that too, then that must be wrong with me as well. Mm-hmm. It's all a bit of a vicious cycle, to be honest. Social media can be used as a bit of a double-edged sword. So... For example, Fern, if we're talking about, say, the nose thing, Fern McCann, a couple of years ago, who's just a reality star, she was really trolled for her nose because of social media. And then she had a nose job and she really shared that, was really open about that on her social media platforms. And she did get a lot of praise for that. But at the same time, did she only do it 
because she was trolled in the first place. It's a cycle that's, I think, going to be ongoing in the fact that the social media really does have this certain portrayal of your body image and it allows people to troll you and then you become interested in the cosmetic surgery, have it, and then you still might be trolled because you've had it anyway. Mm. So that is just never ending. And I also think it's a bit of a slippery slope, like kind of what we mentioned earlier, that once you get one thing done, then you're like, oh, well, I may as well just get this done and I may as well change this. And then you just end up changing, I'm not saying everybody, but some people end up changing so many things about themselves that they are not what they actually used to look like. Going back to Giggs's point about it being normalised, I definitely agree with that though, because I know so many people that have had lip fillers mm. and I don't even know how to react now. I'm a bit like, oh, and they're like, it's honestly, they think it's the most normalist thing ever. And I don't know, I think that is massively to do with social media. I think as well, when you have reality programs, the people on there, when they talk to each other, they they just normalise having stuff done. I don't know if anybody like the only way is Essex or anything like that but they would just discuss lip filler like it was a normal thing to go do or I think when I saw um Chloe from she was on celebs go dating and it went around on Facebook what she used to look like before her cosmetic surgery and she did look very different to what she currently looks like so yeah as you were saying you could look like a completely different person and um there was this influencer called Christine Quinn and she's on Selling Sunset on Netflix (laughs) she obviously like she's quite glamorous and and she's really pretty and I feel like as young people watching that we almost see like that's what I want and she is very much open with her boob job and she even said well I paid for them so, so they better look good even like makes jokes about them which definitely just normalizes these surgeries then doesn't it but that is not necessarily good for young people's mental health because we're just gonna think oh like I need to be like that if I'm not like that then I'm not pretty it's just yeah it's very unhealthy. I think there's also a difference between getting cosmetic surgery for yourself or doing it to please other people. And I think a lot of people, after seeing influencers, are not doing it. They are maybe a slight part of it, doing it for themselves for their own self-esteem, but mostly they're doing it to try and please others and try and seem, I don't know, more pleasing or to look better to other people. But from personal experience, what coping strategies can help people with body image and relationship with social media? Going back to what you were saying about having restrictions on what you can, how much access you can have to social media, especially with young people, definitely think parenting can come into it by restricting how much time you have access to social media. Or if you're older, just knowing that you should probably limit the scrolling you do, limit the access you have to it. And also unfollowing people that don't make you feel good about your yourself that's definitely something I did I just unfollowed people that I thought they aren't promoting positive things and now I follow people who are pre-promote positive self-esteem like body image and they just make me feel so much better about myself those kind of people I don't know if anybody follows people like that but people like um, Emily Clarkson she's really great at that sort of thing yeah, uh, on Instagram, there's this guy called The Big Dipper, and he just he just owns his body. And yeah, no, following people like that definitely helps. And I feel like from a personal experience, I, I feel like taking time off social media, just maybe do what like Charlotte does, only scroll for like an hour after eight o'clock or something. I feel like that would just kind of slowly kind of like distance yourself from that sort of mentality when you feel bad about your body. Yeah, I think... Um going off what you were saying as well gigs if like recognizing that you're not having a great day with your self-esteem and your body image just be kind to yourself and 
don't look at things that you know are going to trigger you to feel a certain way or you know are just going to upset you so yeah like we were saying me really limiting my exposure on Instagram has like massively helped um, and just recognizing that for yourself but I think that does sadly come with age and experience. Mm. You know, I quite often will find my younger sister just scrolling and scrolling, then I'll see her again a couple of hours later, we're still scrolling and scrolling. (laughs) So I think it's definitely, sadly, comes with age because I think you have to, it takes a while for you to maybe recognise what isn't good for you. Definitely. And kind of leading off that, yeah, age and maturity Mm. and kind of recognizing whether you've seen that in yourself or you've seen like your friends kind of struggles that like, oh, no, you need to take a break. Whereas I think looking at ourselves age 15, if people were struggling, like you probably would have never kind of thought, oh, I need to distance myself from this because you're so wrapped up in it, basically. I think reiterating that it's okay to unfollow different accounts, whether that be celebrities, influencers, or even your so-called, not friends, but people you know, you know, through walks of life, it is actually okay to unfollow unfollow them if it's not, you know, good for your mental health. So I think getting some sort of like educational talk like that out there to be kinder to yourself is really important. So please refer to the Selfie Love campaign website for resources and information. There's also charities such as Samaritans Give Us a Shout, Young Minds that are really helpful.